why is Custa arguing about shaving his armpits? I don't know. Actually, I don't remember why he talked about that. Yeah. Like, is this... Is 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 uh, trying to bait him to show his armpits or something? Is this a new <sighs> fetish account? Is this gonna I be like not. that feed account? Oh god, please on? no. Oh my god, Overwatch Nick armpits. Let me go make that account real quick. <laughs> Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast by the community for the community. This is episode 40, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadowcon. And this weekend, we had that Kit Kat Raffery weekend, which I am still tired from. Uh, me too, and I think I sound like it too. <laughs> I'm hoping that in your audio recording, you sound a little better, but I, I can hear your voice being pretty hoarse. Yeah, uh, like I. Got some horses in his throat. Nah, yeah. Well, like I said, like I said last in last week's episode, I said I would not have a voice probably for this episode, and I think I followed through on that promise. I think the only reason I still have a voice is because I wasn't cheering too much during the Valiant vs. Shock game because I was scared of falling into the water, <laughs> and like I was also very freezing, so I was like, I was I had the scarf wrapped around my arms. So I was like, I had these few moments, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And other moments, I'm like, do not fall, do not fall, do not fall. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I saved my voice, I guess. Yeah, the, they did show a couple of shots of you where like, we got to see you wrapped up in your scarf because I could tell you were cold. <laughs> yeah, me and the the shock girl, like, we both were cross-necked and stuff so we can put, put our feet under ourselves and keep them warm. I'm really glad I'm short. Because I have a friend who's <laughs> taller, and she could, like, dip her feet into the water when she was up there. And she was like, it's so cold in there. So I'm like, I really got I could just dangle my feet and not have them touch the water. Yeah. That was yeah. A su- it was a super fun weekend, though. There was so much to do, and it was a lot of fun. I'm happy I still have a voice, but I'm pretty sure I'm slightly dehydrated. <laughs> I, uh, like, I was definitely a little dehydrated myself. So um, I, you I were the a... one who had all the free beer, so you hey, were dehydrating hey, yourself. Hey, hey, hey! If you're handed a free beer, you do not, you do not deny that. You take the free beer. <laughs> you did it to yourself. No, I didn't. Yes. The, nope. The venue did it to me. Kids, but don't be I... icon. Don't dehydrate yourself for the free beer. Hey, in in my defense, I tend to actually drink a lot of water every day, regardless. Anyway, so it kind of like evened out, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah, sure. But definitely wrecking my throat, I think, made it worse because sore throats can go with being dehydrated. And then I probably did dehydrate myself a bit, and then blowing out my voice just made it worse. <laughs> like there was so much chanting down there. Like I could feel the sh- the seat moving a bit. Like. I could feel the seat vibrating while I was on top of the tank. Like, and it didn't help that I was like near the speakers, so any big boom in game, I could feel it. Oh, oh, actually, that, that yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah, I could, I could feel everything. So like the crowd cheering, the game going on, I could feel everything that was happening. <laughs> so the funniest thing was when the audience started singing the Bubba Ducky song. Oh yeah, I heard about that, but. From my seat, I actually did not hear that. It was mostly the floor seats I was doing it. Because they were the ones who could clearly see that I had a rubber ducky with me. Yeah. Actually, where's my rubber ducky? I know I put it to the side somewhere so I wouldn't lose it. But now I've lost it. Uh-oh. It's somewhere on my bed. I'll find it later. 
yeah, I mean, that was a super, super fun weekend. I'm actually excited for next season. Uh, if that was just at even just a little taste of what the homestands will be like next season, I think they're going to be a massive success. Yeah. And I guess we might as well start talking about the games that happened at the homestand. Yeah, there was quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Starting off the day on Saturday, we actually had the Canadian Knash. Yeah. He's not. He's uh, not. It, I mean, it went by a little too quick, though. Yeah, it was, <laughs> a, it was like a best of three yeah. rather than a best of four, even though it's like the final. Yeah. So two games it, in and it was done. Yeah, and the games were over about just as quick as they started, unfortunately. Yeah, but I guess good thing is it gave people more time to be out on the floor. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. But yeah, but you see San Diego triumphed 2-0. Like I said, it was pretty much over as soon as it started. <laughs> I'm like kind of surprised that UCI didn't make it in. Yeah, uh, Rip Team Pepperoni though, right? I was I was hoping they were going to make it. Oh, please, they were not going to make it. <laughs> I was looking at some of the teams that were in it, and I was like, um, yeah, these people, even if they make it into the bracket, I'm not going to make it far. Yeah. But yeah, I was actually surprised UCI also was not in the final. But yeah, they didn't make it. I was hoping my alma mater was going to make it, but they unfortunately didn't. Rip. <laughs> yeah. Press F and chat. Go beach, though. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a game that happened. Well, unfortunately, it was not on Twitch, so you cannot rewatch it. Yeah, sad times. <laughs> but then after that, uh, we had a nice little break before Watchpoint, and then the first Overwatch League game of the day, which is Atlanta Rain versus Dennis Fuel. Atlanta Rain taking it three to one. Uh, yeah, that it went by fairly quick. Atlanta pretty much cleaned up Dallas as was expected. Uh, but we did get to see Mickey again. <laughs> Mickey, he made it out at one point. Yeah, he only played map four, I believe. If I remember correct. Uh, I believe so too. I need to double check that real fast. So just one. So yeah, so he, so he, yeah, he just played map one. Yeah, it was a interesting game to watch. I was half watching it at that point because I was on the floor for a little bit, uh, talking to a few people, running into some other friends. We were just joking around about oh, poor Danny, she's gonna get dunked. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> that's a that's a funny thing about being friends with most of the people who are in these smash things is just like messing around with them beforehand and when they come out hey but she had really good makeup on because her makeup looks so good when she came out of that water uh yeah surprisingly her yeah her makeup did sound pretty well for for being dunked and then uh the next game of the day was boston uprising versus new york excel Boston what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> New York Excel won three to one. They did win a map, which is an improvement. Uh, yeah, they managed to uh, full cap King's Row, but that was about it. Uh, not much else <laughs> for them. When I saw that, I was like, huh, it'd be funny if Boston won. Uh, never mind again. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking uh, to like uh, the Boston fan online because uh, we had a no no server of all the Splash Tank participants, so we can keep in contact with each other, help each other out, all that jazz. Yeah, and uh, he came all the way from Ireland to do this. Like came all the way to support Boston. Like, yeah, the the poor the poor lad 
traveled all that distance just to get dunked, essentially. He kept making jokes around about because, like, it, this event is sponsored by Bud Knight, but he's 18, so in the US, he's not legal to drink. In Ireland, he's legal to drink. Yes, yeah. not so much. <laughs> so we're just, like, making jokes about that the entire time. Yeah, like he would oh, no, need a drink saw... after that, after that smash and everything. Yeah, and th- there were some people that actually confused him for fusions, like when he was just out on the, f- on the floor. Yeah, he did. Some people like, said he sounded a lot like fusions too. He did weirdly knock neck fusion. He, it's, it was like, is this guy seriously related to him? All these I don't like know. Maybe they're long lost, lost cousins. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a decent game to watch, uh, ish, because Boston put up a five for once. Um, uh, well, they certainly did on Ilios because they did manage to take one round of Ilios. <laughs> yeah, that that's got me thinking like, huh, maybe they can. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you guys keep doing this to me? Why? But yeah, after that we had Shock versus Titans, the ones everyone was expecting to like be super hyped about, and this one actually did go to a map five. But at the end yeah. of the day, it was Shock taking it three to two. Yeah, this was definitely an exciting map to watch. Uh, it almost felt like it was going to be one-sided, uh, just because Vancouver took map 1-2-0 on Li Zhang, and then on Volskaya, Shock quite convincingly took that 4-2. to two. So <laughs> it started looking one-sided, and then it seemed to be one-sided the other way. And then map 3 was definitely a lot closer uh, on King's Row, Vancouver took that one 5-4. Time bank, why? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but then the last two maps, I mean, were completely one-sided for the Shock. Shock capped all three points in Havana. Vancouver only got one. Yeah, I'm like, I'm surprised. Like, they only got one point out of all of that. Yeah. Well, I think what it was is because Shock did that that forward hold. And yeah, it that was, drained that was so really, much of the time really bank for Vancouver. Hold. Yeah, because Vancouver ended up capping in overtime. Got their two and a half minutes to cap point B, but they came up just shy. Yeah, and like that aggressive hold shaved off so much time that I'm like, I'm I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, I actually kind of like that forward hold strategy because it can either work out very well for you as a defender. Or it completely backfires. It's definitely a double-edged sword. If it works for you, you definitely drain a lot of time. If it doesn't work for you, you give them quite a bit of free real estate and a quick cap. <laughs> yeah, because you just you you push so far forward that one death is hard to recover from. Yep, <laughs> especially with and the spawn no that the attackers have. <laughs> uh, but then after that, we went to Busan, and Shock pretty much took that no problem. One at two zero. Yep, and those were the three games of Saturday that were not the Valiant game. The Valiant game came last, and we'll talk about that one later. Mm-hmm. But then um, next day we had Spark versus Dragons. I actually did not watch this one live because I was running a no Nate, and I also missed the Funhouse game, which I just realized I didn't t- mention. Whoops. Oh yeah, the Funhouse game, the Achievement Hunters Funhouse game was so much fun. See, they don't have it in the Overwatch League schedule, so I forget about it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there is a VOD of it, so if you did not get to catch, oh, excuse me, if you did not catch it, I highly suggest you watch it. It was very, very fun. They did a co-op one v one, and two players played. 
one on keyboard, one on the mouse. <laughs> and it went the full distance. It was the first to seven. Final score, Funhouse 7, Achievement Hunters 6. I love those one on keyboard, one on mouse things. Because it's always so much fun. Like, they did that at the Candy Cup. I really wish they would do that again for more, I like, hope so. no fun yeah. games. I hope so, too. And because of the event, the winners got to pick who got to be dunked. So Funhouse uh, elected Elise to pick who was going to get dunked from Achievement Hunters. And she picked James, her husband and teammate, to be dunked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a picture of him looking like what the hell after yeah. he comes out of the water yeah because he was like wait a minute we won why am i being the one dunked <laughs> splash 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 yeah people really right enjoyed the, the, the splash tanks <laughs> it was cold up there but it was worth it all for charity <laughs> yep and then yeah and then they donated five thousand dollars to extra life so that was also also a very good highlight to it Yep. There was a lot of good charity stuff going on this weekend, though. Yeah, the, that's the thing with Vanya. They're very much, like, focused on charity. Yeah, which is not a bad thing at all. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, the technically first game of the day. Then yep. we move on to <laughs> Swap vs. Dragons. Like I said, I did not get to actually watch this one. I was running in on aid, super tired from the day before. Also, Cody didn't want to go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> this dog, uh, we're just like... Come on, Cody. He knows we're going to knock him downstairs. So he like, tries to run upstairs. Boy. Boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, Spark won this game 4-0. Really nothing to comment on in this game. It was it was extremely one-sided. Yeah, I managed to make it's... it... I managed to make it for the last map. So I did get to watch Annex get splashed. Which is, which is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean really no comment <laughs> the best part dragons of the, no the best just thing got that dragons destroyed did, on hollywood so <laughs> the best thing dragons did was they chose a fan who despite getting splash still had a perfect mohawk coming out yeah i was actually surprised his mohawk stayed looking good i don't know how he does it i don't either <laughs> but that's the, that's the only good play that dragons had <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, after that, we had Atlanta Rain and Boston Uprising. So we had another 4-0 in favor of the Boston... No, Rain. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rain absolutely just destroyed Boston. There's, once again, nothing much to comment on this. Uh, admittedly, I was not in the venue for the first half. Were you uh, out eating? Yeah, Bacon, Fire, and I went out to Smashburger to eat. And we came back... During halftime, so we saw the second half, but the first half we basically skipped, and we were watching it at Smashburger, and yeah, I mean, just watching on Twitch, we could tell we weren't missing much. <laughs> yeah, like, I got your ping, what was it, ping from fire or something, about, like, going out to eat, and we are just like, yeah, we're not even at the uh, venue yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but other than that, because of us waiting for halftime, uh, we were out in the courtyard of LA Live, uh, when they were doing the halftime show, and as soon as they they ended it, me and uh, Bacon shouted up t out up to them to get their attentions. We got Aww. Brent quickest because we said he was our hero, and he immediately turned around and was like, "Thank you." Aww, <laughs> you're our hero, not Randy. <laughs> he's our he's our hero. He challenges the pros when he really shouldn't. 
Because really I'm definitely shouldn't. never gonna I'm definitely never gonna challenge a pro to a one v one. I I challenge the talent. I would not challenge the pro. Speaking of Brad, if you want a one v one, like come actually, on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I'd one v one Bren. That'd be fun. <laughs> but yeah, uh, funny enough, Boston's super fan in the tank was also named Annex. Yes. So we had Shanghai <laughs> Annex and Boston Annex. It's funny because uh, I'm friends with both of them. And we also know another Annex who's a Fusions fan. So whenever we're referring to any of any three of them, we actually have to preface it with the team they support. <laughs> we cannot just say Annex. We have to be like, oh, Fusion Annex, Dragon's Annex, Boston Annex. Like, please, we do not need more Annexes in the arena. <laughs> Until one more shows up. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so what, if have... he's, what if this Alex is a fan of one of the... The team that already has an Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. Um, then we had New York Excel versus Vancouver Titans, which is another one everyone was hyped for. Getting to see the top teams going at it. Going yeah. the distance of five maps. Yeah, <laughs> Vancouver got two map fives in a row. Uh, but yes, this match definitely did not disappoint. It was hyped, but Vancouver came out on top. It was funny because um, some way I, I have to wait on the side of it, like after on like map, map uh, at the start of map. Ugh, why am I why am I studying over this? At the start of map four of this game, I was escorted to the side next to the tank, so I can wait to go on after after it's done. And the people there who are, like, working at the super suite, like, helping me get in and out and all that stuff. So, like, Vancouver's up uh, two to one. So they were, like, super certain that Vancouver was just going to win it. And then they'd be done and take her out. But then New York itself wins map four, which sends it to a map five. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. They're going to a map five. I'm like, we were sure Vancouver was going to win this. <laughs> so we, I had to wait, like, an extra map back there just waiting they were nice enough to get me a stool to sit on and stuff but i was like i was just there waiting and i could barely watch this game because of the angle i was at so i could only like half see like i could see one of the monitors but it was like it was like looking at it almost completely sideways so i could barely tell what's going on i could mostly tell what was going on by looking at the wristbands that everybody had on that would night up whenever a team would get a kill like that's how i could tell what was going on <laughs> yeah Oh, Vancouver got a kill. Oh, now NYXL's winning. That's the only <laughs> way I could tell while I was waiting for them. I was like, why do you guys have to go to a map five? Can I just go up there already? Yeah, and uh, map five went the distance as well because Vancouver took Li Shang two to one. Yep, and I'm kind of like glad that Vancouver won it because it made things a lot easier about getting up there and stuff. They like It was super easy to get the girl down from there and then they just have to clean up the water a little bit they have a well you know one of those like pool nets that you use to like pick out leaves and stuff from pools they had one yeah. of those for the dunk tank to like in case anybody dropped anything in there like the the wrappers of a kit kat ball or something yeah makes sense yeah so they just had to do that real quick and then i went up there <laughs> uh, the, the lady was nice enough to like come around and give me a scarf that I could wear up there because i could also wear the kit kat sweatshirt that they gave me but, like, I wanted to wear the jersey up there. So I was just there, like, wrapped up in everything while I was waiting for Vancouver to finally win. And then I just, like, <laughs> dropped it on and went up there. How'd you guys have to take so long? Why couldn't you have just won Havana? 
She made me wait extra time back there. Well, they, I mean, they almost tied it on Havana, but unfortunately, it came up just shy. Why? Why, cruel world? They did this on purpose. Uh, other than that, the post-game interview was with Bumper. I gotta say, I love Bumper. His his trash talk is just amazing. <laughs> I didn't catch it because like that was when I was getting on, but in the post show, I think they said something about him saying that they like weren't prepared at all for NYXL, like they didn't put any effort into it. Yeah, basically, when Danny asked him the question of basically how they prepared for the match that everyone was looking forward to seeing for them, according to Danny's translation, Bumper basically said, "Oh well." We didn't really fear them, and we wanted to go easy on them, so we didn't practice. I feel like it's just <laughs> a lot of like talk with him. Like he's just, he's just trying to come out. What's the word? Like cockier than he really is. Because let's be real, no team would not prepare for another team. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that was just him, just like him trying to trash talk. Yeah, but that's why I say I, I. That's why I say I love Bumper's trash yeah. talk because it's just pretty hilarious. If we know the truth, Bumper. Don't try to hide it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was it for that game. It was pretty good game on and all. Like very, very competitive. Like it went all five maps. Come on. Yeah, both of Vancouver's games were very, very close and competitive. They did not disappoint at all. It was uh, fun to watch, other than it all I did get to watch. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was worth it. It was funny because as soon as uh, they kept, uh, they they failed. As soon as the Titans failed to cap Havana, I just like went over to talk to Mia, the girl that was on top of the uh, the tank. I was like, "Good luck." <laughs> yeah, it came down to the wire for her. Yeah. She also she had her um, one runaway sweater on too under her jersey. So that, I don't think she wanted that to get wet. Oh yeah, she she did show us the runaway jersey when she was on camera at one point. Hey, what's under your jersey? It's a sweatshirt dun, for dun, the runaway dun. team. Runaway. Yeah, like that would have that probably would have taken forever to dry. Oh yeah, that that, that thing definitely would have been taking forever to dry. Cause like I had I left my stuff hanging in my boyfriend's car after I left. While we were out eating, and when I came back, like they were still wet, and we drove all the way home. I lived like an hour away, so keep that in mind. And the jersey was still wet. <laughs> like I had everything in. Like I put everything in the bathroom and hung everything up. The towels too, because the towels were pretty soaked. Yes, a sweater would absorb so much water. Oh yeah, because those things are like so much cotton. <laughs> Yep, but uh, yeah, that was the games. Uh, I guess we can move on to the Valiant games that happened this weekend. Yep, so we got the battle for LA on Saturday. It was the second and only battle for LA this season. And unfortunately, it did not go our way. Despite being very, very competitive and a very good game to watch, Valiant did lose 3-1. to one. Yeah, uh, it definitely, the boys definitely looked good to start. They took map one. Uh, it was still very competitive, but it was still a pretty convincing win for the Valiant. Uh, they got 2-0 on Ilios. But from there, it just unfortunately, they just could not capitalize and finish off. It really felt like, I guess they were trying too hard. 
because they knew that this was like one gonna be one of the only chances to make it into Pnaeans. So they were just they were just throwing everything in there and like they had some questionable ults which just felt like they were trying to use them to win and it just wasn't the right time. And that's that's just how it felt like uh second map Volskaya they capped with an amazing time and they ended up kind of squandering it. They, yeah, they, they, they really squandered their time bank. They had an amazing time bank. Gladiators struggled to cap both points. Uh, so we went to the extra rounds. Gladiators go on the attack for round three and just rolled over the Valiant. <laughs> like They managed to cap the first point, but the second point on the second attempt, um, they didn't manage to fully cap it. So Valiant had a great time bank to only get like 1 and 75, I want to say, percent on the second point. So yeah, they could have they, like they gotten it. Like they capped the first point like with a decent amount still left in the time bank and they just couldn't do it. Nope, yeah. They took them a couple of pushes to cap point A. And then they went to point B, and they just did not capitalize at all. Like, and then the the defense on Blizzard World was actually really, really good to the point that Gnadiators didn't even make it halfway through point B. Like, they were stuck before that little, like, overbridge area that connects the cafe. Yeah, they got just, they basically got to just below the end of the hill. When you come through point uh, to point B, you go down that hill around the rocks with the siege tank turret on top of it. So they were right past those rocks, right before the cafe and like that bridge. So things were looking up for the Valiant going into Blizzard World after that defense. Unfortunately, boys came, I think, I want to say it was like five meters short. Yeah, they were it was super very, close. very it close. Was, <laughs> it, it was touching the box a few times. But it just didn't manage to fully make it in. And they just it was some questionable play there. Like they had some decent time to cap it. And they just couldn't do it. Yeah, unfortunately. So then, Havana yeah. were the known to play well at they didn't even manage to cap all three points. They they were they managed to roll play pretty far in overtime, but just shy of the end, they were wiped. Yep, and with that the battle for LA once again went in favor of the gladiators. Yeah. <sighs> but Valiant still hold the overall record four games to three. That's all that matters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and all that matters is the movie preview they showed us before the game was also amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> was it? You know, Bucket? MLG uh, person? He, he was nothing before they met at the yeah he was stocking shelves at a grocery store in ohio might as well have been bronze now he's platinum (laughs) that was that was so bad what about space in space making space (laughs) was it um uber who was doing the uh the voiceover the voiceover (laughs) and he was like i said some pretty pretty was it outlandish things and and he was just like kind of criticizing the script he was given and then they, they took it as a compliment oh my yeah. god it was oops, so oops, bad it's so good at the same time yeah oops 
baby, oops. I can call you oops, right? Okay, oops. <laughs> and then afterwards when the crowd was just cheering, oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think my favorite part of that like battle for an A trainer thing was when they called the Valiant Gnadiators and the Gnadiators Valiant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Oh. Yeah, that was so enjoyable. Battle for Ana is definitely the best rivalry in Overwatch. Yeah, and after they showed us that that trailer, uh, because it was the the pregame when they first showed it, uh, Malik even said that's probably the best content the Overwatch League has ever made. Oh my god. Because, <laughs> yeah, that, as stupid as it was, it was so good and enjoyable. So what I'm hearing is Khan is trying to get Malik fired. Got it. No, 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 definitely not. That was his own words, not mine. It's on the VOD, so I, I can back it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it was good. It was good. Yep, but unfortunately, Wicked Turtle unfortunately got dunked because of the loss. He goes splish splash mm-hmm. right into the water. Yep, so as we said last week, the Valiant needed to win one match this weekend to make the plans. Uh, so unfortunately, due to loss to the Gladiators... That task became a tall order because the Valiant finished up against the San Francisco Shock to reclaim the Cali Cup as well as stamp their place in the play-ins, which is a tall order to ask of because this is the San Francisco Shock we are talking of. Who is arguably the best team in the league at this point because they did defeat the Titans. Yes, they defeated the Titans to take the Stage 2 championship and they defeated the titans on saturday the day before three to two uh this is also the same team that has two mvp candidates on it and the only team to make all three stage finals so unfortunately vanit lost if you didn't catch it earlier when i said i was in the tank yeah uh (laughs) valiant yes unfortunately valiant lost for nothing. It was a it was a rough thing to watch because those moments that were like really really good, but again it really felt like Valiant was trying to maybe like overcompensate or try too hard, just putting everything in there, but just at the wrong time. Or it's used to Ernie, or it's used to Nate. Like sometimes they were just a little too passive or too aggressive, and it just didn't work out. Like yeah, unfortunately. And, but, I mean, we got to see McGravy play. Yeah, at least we he got to see played, McGravy. Yeah, he only played map four on Junkertown, but we got to see McGravy, and it was fun to f- finally see him on stage in that Valiant jersey and actually playing. Yeah, I'm glad he managed to get some stage time. It was yeah. worth going into the tank. Yep, and then uh, Shock also pretty much subbed out almost everybody. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, they, they, what was it, Smurf, Chilibin, uh, uh, Architect, Architect came out. Uh, yeah, they had Nevix Sina- come in. Yeah, Nevix came in for Choyobin, Super came in for Smurf, Sinatra came in for Architect. Oh, they, Striker came in. Oh, yes, yes, and Striker came in too. Uh, yeah, because Rascal played the first three maps as well for DPS. Yeah. So the only people that stayed, all four maps for Shuck, were Violet and Moth. Yep. It was, it was uh, interesting to see, because uh, Architect was the one who put the never. He gave me a little wave. Oh, yeah. 
I got a I got a selfie with him later. That is true. You did. I was just like, thank you for the smash. Yep. But unfortunately, after the loss on Blizzard World, the Valiant unfortunately were eliminated. Yep, they ended up being number 13, and they needed to be 12 to make it in. Yep, but one game shy, I'm still proud of them. Hmm. I'm sad. I don't get to see them in plans. Yeah, I am sad too, but you know what? We started, the boys started the season 0-8, and, and then they went on arguably a, a tear the rest of the season and went 12 and 8 in the last 16 games so that's a pretty good record uh, but yeah unfortunately the 12 and 16 record on the season was not good enough to beat the 13 and 15 records of the Shanghai Dragons or the Chengdu Hunters so what I'm hearing is we have to find some way to disqualify another team to put Valiant in got it <laughs> I mean, if such a thing can exist. Um, what we do is we steal the visas of all the all the players. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Let's not do anything illegal here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! They don't need to know it's us. <laughs> it's not that we're recording this. Not right. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Regardless, I'm proud of the boys. They made a great resurgence. Everybody kind of wrote the Valiant off after the 0-8 start, said there was no way the Valiant would be even contending for a playoff spot. And you know what? They were. It came down to the last game to do so. They came up short, but damn, I'm, I'm still proud of them for fighting back so hard and just coming up short of that. I mean, you cannot ask for something more than that especially after how rough of a season start we had. Like, what other team can say that they had all notches in a stage, yet still were making a run for plans, and also made it into a stage playoff? Yes, that's right, because the Valiant did make it to the stage three playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, they did come short. They did beat the Spark, though, so they made it to the semifinals, but yeah. Still a great resurgence from the boys. Can't wait for 2020. <laughs> yep. Oh, gotta wait to see them again, but it'll be worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. I have faith in the in the coaching staff. I do. I think we have one of the best coaching staffs in the league now. I took like a while their to style. Get, yeah, it took a while <laughs> to get them on their feet, but I think it'll work out for them. Like... If, honestly, if they had just won one more game at any point in the season, that's all they would have needed. It was one game. And yep. I think that's what hurts the most, is knowing it was one game. Like, if they had beaten the Dynasty earlier this stage, or if they had beaten the first game of Stage uh, stage 2, or, I don't know, like, anything. Anything could have happened. Yeah, basically, but they fought hard. I mean, they... <laughs> Even the matches they lost this stage really weren't bad losses. They were all pretty close. I would say the only exception really was the game against the Shock. Yeah. But, I mean... It's a Shock. Was, yeah, it was, it was a 4-0. And the only other loss was to the Dynasty, right? Just that 3-2 loss to the Dynasty? 
Yeah, I Dynasty, Shock, and Gnadius were the only losses this stage. Yeah. So. I Honestly, mean, with that score, they probably could have made like a stage playoffs. Seeing as there were like what two teams that went zero and seven this stage. Uh no, if they they would have been they were just shy of uh, playoffs if there had been a stage playoff. Uh, okay. Because we had six teams finish four and three. Uh, okay. I, yeah. I, I get. I and get what's the going The Valiant on. unfortunately were the worst off <laughs> yeah. for the four and three teams. They had a minus one differential this stage. No. <laughs> London would have been out though too. London also finished stage four, four and three, but they had a map differential of zero. Damn, London. I mean, London was pushed out of uh, of playoffs because Atlanta Rain won the two games. So now uh, London Spitfire is in the plans. They're not in yeah. the playoffs. You Definitely got, not expected. <laughs> you got both London Spitfire and Philadelphia Fusions having the possibility of going up against each other in the plans. Like, they, there's a chance that they're going to have to play against each other to just make it into playoffs. The two teams that went all the way to the grand finals aren't even for sure going to end up in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, pl I mean, these playoffs are going to definitely be very interesting to watch. Uh, really, only two teams from last season's playoffs are in the playoffs already automatically. And that's the New York XL and, unfortunately, the Los Angeles Gladiators. But that does mean that... We get to see a lot of new playstyles in the grand finals. Hopefully, and before Hopefully. somehow the Philadelphia Fusion and then Spitfire still make it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, China went from having an O forty team last season to having all four of their teams in in the play-ins at least. I feel like out of all of them, Guangzhou Charge is the best one at the moment. Yeah, I think Charge look the best, though Spark are pretty close to them yeah, as well. But, like, Spark is just, like, I feel like they've been on a downhill this entire stage. It was a very rough start to them. Yes, they started the stage 0-3, but then they won their last four, and they won those pretty convincingly. But, again, they look at the teams they went up against. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, true. No, look at the Shanghai Dragons. The Shanghai Dragons went from being in the stage finals of stage three to winning what one game this stage yes they only won one game this stage so i'm like i'm i'm surprised that like i'd be surprised if they win a map in the plans yeah well we'll see they go up against let me double check it i believe it's whoops that's not what i wanted they uh, play fusion yeah they play the philadelphia fusion uh well and i i guess a fusion does the coin flip they'll get a map but if not yeah. no <laughs> No, I, I like how I see it is charge is gonna be the hunters because let's be real, the hunters versus charge, charge almost always wins. Yeah. Even the first game, I think the first game, uh, hunt, yeah, the first game hunters won, but it was a uh, map five. So, and then the next time they played, charge has won convincingly. And then between fusion and dragons, dragons has just been like a on a downhill, and like despite how floppy fusion can be. Like, they can look good. 
and when they want to. So I feel like they're, they're going to win there. So Charger will end up against Dynasty. And Fusion's going to be up against London Spitfire. Dynasty gave Charge some trouble. But it is going to be a new patch. So that one's a little hard to do. And then you have a rematch of the grand finals between Fusion and Spitfire. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. But I would probably give the edge to London in that matchup. I feel so too. They tend to like have a better clutch power than Fusion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and Dynasty versus Charge. I want to give it to Charge even though I'm a little biased. Just no- But like looking how Dynasty has been lately, I'm still surprised that they beat the Charge. Yeah, I kind of uh, I'm kind of surprised too. It will be a new patch, so maybe there'll be a difference. But we just have to wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then for the actual playoffs, we will have uh, Spark versus Gladiators and Shock versus Rain. Those matchups are already set up. Uh, New York and the Titans will basically play the winners of the play-ins. Um, Vancouver gets the lowest seed that comes in, right? Correct, yeah, because they are the number but, one seed. So yeah. New York gets the higher seed that makes it out of the play-ins. Ooh. So I have to hope that none of Spitfire wins, maybe? Because I feel like Charger would do bad against Titans. I feel like they'd be better against New York Excel. Uh, yeah, I have to, I have yeah. to hope that uh, <laughs> none of Spitfire wins. Yeah, because... Yeah, London. Would, if London wins the play-ins, they would play the New York Excelsior. So whoever else comes out of the play-ins would then play the Titans. So I'm looking at it like, no matter who wins, London Spitfire and Seoul Dynasty would have to play the Vancouver Titans if they win. Like, it doesn't matter what other team wins. But if either of those two teams wins, they would have to play against the Titans. If both of them win, London Spitfire plays the Titans. So London Spitfire is screwed no matter what. Uh, no, it, London London would only play New York because they are the highest seed. Oh, the high, the oh yeah, the highest seed, not the lowest seed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, so if London wins and Charge win, Charge would have to play the Titans. Okay, so I have to hope that Fusion beats London Spitfire. Beats London, yes. Okay. <laughs> because then Fu- the Philadelphia Fusion would have to play Vancouver and then the Charge would play New York. Okay, I get it now. Ooh, this is like very like maybe it will, maybe it won't sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, it it's the actual playoffs where it doesn't get reseeded. The reseed always like messes me up. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a second, that one has a higher seed than the other. Where does it yep. go? What's going on? Who are you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Titans and whoever the, the play-in winner they play would play the winner of Spark Gladiators. And then on the other side of the bracket, uh, Shock Rain would play the winner of New York and whatever play-in team they play against. Oh my god. Uh, (laughs) And uh, obviously whoever wins those two matches uh, will go to the grand finals. uh, (laughs) This is so much to look at. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be fun though. Yeah, it will. I'm excited. I get to watch some of it because uh, I do have tickets for Friday's games. I do have a Thursday ticket, but I don't know if I'm going to use it or not because I have school on Thursday. 
and my cast would be during the time of the uh, Vancouver game. <laughs> so I'm hoping that charge does not end up there. I'm hoping they end up on Friday. <laughs> well, we shall see, but it is a double elimination uh, tournament. So, yeah, we'll see. It, I, when I looked at it at first, I was like, why is there so much time between the match? Oh, yeah, doubling them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, this, and the map differential doesn't count here, right? No, none of this... No, nope. So, if you get, like, three maps, it can go by faster. Yep. Uh, if they do the same kind of thing they've been doing with the stage playoffs, uh, basically the first rounds will be best... Or first to three, best of five. And the grand finals will be best of seven. Ooh, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited. At least I think that's how they're doing. I don't. I haven't seen it differently. Because like, that's what my understanding so far. Yeah, that's my understanding as well. What's this? Great week three. And we will week have four. Sigma available to play in the playoffs as well. Oh, yeah, Sigma. Sigma's coming in because new patch. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the Symmetra nerf is coming in though too, right? Uh, I believe was... so. Yeah, because I know that she got slightly nerfed. Cause oh boy, that's that's a lot of shields. That's a lot uh, of shields. Yeah, I'm looking at the patch notes real quick. Let me see if I find Sim. Cause it's probably this recent competitive play patch that's gonna be the one used. And I remember Sim Metro was nerfed during it. No, she is in the buff one. Oh, she got a buff. Yeah, the teleporter. I mean, it was it was just to her teleporter though. That's the well, only yeah, thing I know, that changed in this patch. I know her teleporter got a buff, but they were planning to nerf her her beam. Yeah, that didn't, that's not on this patch. That's not on, that okay, so on. there's not going to be a nerf in. Okay, this is going to mm-hmm. be interesting. Yep. Symmetra meta, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, basically. Symmetra. Okay, you can you can quit for that bad pun now. <laughs> you never quit puns. I'm excited. But that's that's this weekend like played a big part in how this the seating would work. Oh yeah. Like, Atlanta Rain, how did she just snip right in? Yeah, but maybe London kinda likes playing with that uh pressure on them. Maybe. I mean it means they don't have to play the shock right away. That is true, yes. <laughs> so maybe that's actually a win in London's book. Yeah, maybe they think they can take out the everybody in plans and the New York Excel. I could see them doing it. Yeah, maybe. Huh. This is good. I'm. I'm. I have. To, we're just gonna have to wait and see. I'm excited to yep. see what happens. I hope this week goes by fast so I can watch these games. Ah. <laughs> Me but, too. Uh, that's just how this weekend Overwatch League has been. Uh, I guess we can now move on to some of the other fun stuff uh want to talk about the like fun things that happen at kickoff every weekend besides the games first oh uh, yeah i mean there was a lot of things that went on uh extra collector activities so <laughs> yeah those there's so many fun activities to do like, yeah there uh, was definitely no shortage of things to do <laughs> like walking in you got to see this like but night sponsored mural that you can like sign in to a giveaway for and they Put your gamer tag onto the mural, and like they they make it with your gamer tag on it. Yep. 
And then next near that is the uh, embroidered patches where they put your game attack on. I actually got the first one made there. Oh, nice. Because I was pretty early in nine, so and nobody had gone to it yet. Because it was like, it was weird because it was like slightly further back because it was yeah. following the curve. So I don't think people had noticed it or thought it wasn't open yet. But I went there, I put my name down. Mine's came out with the ink and no nighter because it was the first one of the day. So I guess they just didn't press hard enough on it. But uh, hey, it's, it's 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 still fine. And then yeah. there was also I a photo booth where you could get a custom little trading card of yourself. Yeah, that thing was actually pretty cool too. And they were giving away little promo packs of the trading cards too. Did you end up uh, getting a custom trading card? Uh, surprisingly, I did. <laughs> hey, you actually took a picture! Yeah, uh, Wicked Turtle ultimately convinced me to, to do it, so. Yeah, like, the good thing about it is, like, nobody was going to see it besides you. And you can yeah. just have it as a connectable thing, like a no memory. Yep, yeah, because I did that on Sunday, because I didn't do it Saturday. Because Saturday, that booth was pretty pretty packed. I honestly, it wasn't too packed when I went, but I went there early. <laughs> yeah, I, I came in a little, like, just a little after doors had opened. Yeah, so I managed to get it pretty early. I got one of myself, and then I got one with my boyfriend. Because I saw another of my friend. I realized later, because my friends were posting pictures of it, uh, that you could take it with multiple people. So you could do a group picture as the trading card. So we were like, hey, mm -hmm. let's go do it. So I got two of them lying around. And uh, I, like every time I pass by it, I just grab another pack. <laughs> so I have a bunch <laughs> of trading cards now. Nice. Hey. I think I have a few, like repeats like i somehow got another silk thread which i'm happy about now i have two silk threads nice but yeah actually i got my custom patch as well i did that saturday custom I patch up, I, I just walked up to that booth because yeah nobody was in line either when i got mine done yeah after a while people realized i was there and started getting those because like i wanted to yeah. be first in nine just so i could be like quick to get my things so we were there pretty early we went first in nine to get in because we still went that that early but i wanted to have a decent chance to get everything done so i got a patch i got a uh a picture i didn't try the 1v1 stations because i just i wasn't feeling a 1v1 that that weekend um, yeah, I, I, I didn't try that i didn't get a chance to do the caricatures because those were like back when you actually had to like sign up for time to be there and like the one time i went to go sign up the only time they had open was when the, the valiant game was going to be going on and i couldn't be there for that because <laughs> I had yeah, to be in the I, tank. Yay. I got my caricature done, but I did mine pretty early on Sunday. Yeah, there I should have gotten there little, early. I mean, I, I got there right when they opened the booth because they didn't have it open right away. Yeah, it uh, opened at like 12 or something. Uh, just It was like 11.15. I was. No, it was oh, 11 because the Fun House Achievement Hunter started at 11.15. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, they also had a like gift booth thing sponsored by KitKat. Well, you guys could, like, get in front of a green screen and, like, play fight and stuff. And they give you a Kit Kat or something. I kept wanting yeah. to do that, but my boyfriend wouldn't do it with me. And I, like, can't do that thing alone. <laughs> and, like, I couldn't uh, find anybody else who was free at the moment to do it with me. So I was like, okay. But they were giving out some freebies, though, and, like, a bunch of free Kit Kats. It was the duo Kit Kats. Ah, my mic. Oh, um, no. This again already. It happened later this time, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did a pretty good job keeping it stable. Yeah. It was the duo Kit Kats. Um... Mint dark chocolate. They had a bunch there. You could just grab them and go. Along with these like headbands for KRI Rivalry weekends and these sunglasses. I managed to get 
get them before they went out because they the because the headbands ran out pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I I I took everything. <laughs> and the second I, I saw, I, I grabbed that stuff so quick. Yeah, and I think they realized how fast things were running out because the second day, like they wouldn't let you take the Kit Kats unless you went up and did the did the thing. Yeah, somebody told me that too. I was like, oh boy. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure people abused that. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, the funniest thing though was on uh, Sunday, uh, I I was talking to I think I was like David, he's one of the staff members from Valiant who's on the content team, and he like oh, what's the message? No, I think it was, no, it was David. It was David, and he pointed out to the screen that they would have projecting some of the like some of the gifs that people have made that day. And it was the content staff. They had gone up there with the cameras they were using to record and fake fighting with them. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is so good. So good. Uh, but yeah, but speaking of David, David was the only person that didn't already know me beforehand that managed to find me this weekend. Hey, he recognized you. Yeah, and he won a no prize. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was fun getting to see David, and then for some reason <laughs> I couldn't find the St. Jude corner even for like the first right hour and then it was right there <laughs> yeah it was really cool of them to have that like nail st jude's hospitality area where you can charge up your phones and stuff it yeah. was a nice place to just sit down chill for a bit and like it also it's it's a way to donate money yeah so that was definitely good and then uh, that was on on one floor <laughs> uh we did miss one booth the the uh season ticket booth oh yeah there was a season ticket booth there that uh if you bought your season p- tickets there you were net into one of those like tornado machine things where they blow up money in your face and you try to catch them mm-hmm. this was like what what was it monopoly money because i know you did it uh no it was actually custom printed valiant money oh custom printed valiant money. but nice. it, it basically looked like monopoly money yeah, yeah. okay and, like, depending on how much money you won in there, you could, like, win a prize. Like, they had monitors mm-hmm. there, headsets, signed jerseys, sweatshirts. Uh, I think it was a Sombra Nando, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they had that as well. <laughs> oh, bless you. Thank you. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, as Book said, I got to go into that booth. I won a sweater because I only had managed to grab enough money to get that uh but according to the gentleman i spoke to because that was pretty much the first thing i did saturday when i walked in i am the first season ticket holder for the valiant hey nice yeah (laughs) i wish i had gotten like my financial aid money so i could have made bad decisions and bought mine there but nah (laughs) yep so thankfully i had the money to do so uh i will be basically up on the balcony uh i will be first row this time instead of third row uh but i have my tickets secured for all four games for the homestands next week next year i was thinking of getting the general admission because it seems to be in the same area that i got my tickets this uh this time around and they're pretty decent seats i would i would totally be fine with uh sitting there again yeah yeah the the novo is not a bad venue there's really not a bad seat yeah like honestly like, I heard some complaints about it, but, like, I honestly had no issue with the venue at all. It yeah. was a pretty nice I th- place. I think most, at least from what I could tell, most of the complaints were, like, the very, very edge side seats. But those were advertised as limited view anyway. Yeah, you were told so beforehand I, that you yeah, wouldn't so you were to- see there. Yeah, so you were, 
yeah and you had to specifically select those as your like your section when yeah. tickets were on sale so you were definitely warned ahead of time so people that bought those tickets and then complained um i i just don't find your complaint valid because you were told and you had to actually select those seats i remember people who got the general admission some of them i was like oh yeah that's pretty cool and and they said something about seating i'm like um general admission is standing room only yeah (laughs) and then like what and they got like super pissed about it and the thing is, it was right there on the website that it described every single seating and showed you where it was at. General admission, it said right there, standing room. Like, yep. there is a lounge <laughs> you can wait at, like, sit around it, and they had monitors there to watch the game. And there was, there's multiple areas you can, like, sit at and just rest in. So, like, it wasn't, like, you'd have to stand for hours, but, like, still, like, you knew beforehand you had the resources to know beforehand what that seating would be like. So you can't really complain about it. Yeah. But either way, the Novo is an awesome venue. It was very well set up. Uh, I did play on the arcade machines too. Oh, the arcade machines were fun. I played DDR for a little bit and it was fun. Yes, I know. You showed up in the Instagram story. Oh, yeah, I did. I forgot about that. Oh, wait, I forgot. Damn, I was going to check the Instagram story again. Uh all the th- all the pictures would have been gone by now. I was gonna check for yesterday's uh, pictures and screenshot if I caught any of us. Uh, I was in the story for Saturday and Sunday. Saturday when I was in the like tornado booth, and then Sunday they posted a quick video where you got to see myself, Wicked Turtle, and Fire when we were cheering during the shock game. Yeah, it's, the thing's gone now. I was gonna, I wanted to see if I could find. Uh, if, if they had taken any more pictures of any of us on Sunday and screenshot them, because I do have a screenshot of you in the in the in the, the it's either in or afterwards when you were in the no tornado booth. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think they're, they they ha- they posted a picture of you when you were sitting above the dunk tape for you. Yeah, they posted that on Instagram, like as a post. They also posted okay, it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they posted maybe a different angle on their story, but on their actual Instagram, I can, I see that's there. I mean, with my Nova Baducky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the Kickout Rivalry Weekend. It's not fun. There was a little lounge area that was super cool to, like, chill in. Um, they, There was, like, a bar behind the seating in the balcony. Which is also yep. cool. That's where they had the arcade games. Um, they also had a little shop there set up for the jerseys of the teams that were going to be there. Along with the limited edition black baseball jersey that they had for Valiant. That was only going to be sold at the at the KitKat Rivalry Weekend. I don't know if they sold out of that because it wasn't no expensive. And the day before they did have the pop-up store. Well, they were selling the white version of it. So I don't know if some people didn't want to get it again or something. The white version yep. was, if I remember correctly, cheaper than the black version. Because the black version is a limited edition one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they sold out on it. I could have sworn like towards the end of Sunday when I walked by the store, I still saw quite a few in the store. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they're going to like put them up for sale later. But this was done by Ult. So it's not done by Fanatics or by Valiant. It's done by Ult. Correct, so, yes. That's up to them. 
Like I'm, ho- I'm kind of hoping they don't put them up on sale because that's gonna like really piss me off, and piss off probably everybody else who bought it there, because we wonder the impression that it's gonna be a limited edition thing. Yeah. But it's gonna suck for them because oopsie, they just lost some merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, shit, I forgot. oh, uh, yeah. But that lounge was pretty cool. Uh, because I had meet and greet, I got to hang out like in their VIP lounge, and it was pretty nice in there. I got to see the VIP lounge from a distance. <laughs> it was chill in there. I mean, it wasn't like super anything super spectacular, but I mean, it was it was nice to just be able to, like kind of like sit there, you know, nice place really... to relax. Yeah, a nice place to relax. There wasn't a ton of people there, so. Well, I'm glad you got a place to relax. I, on the other hand, did not. Nah, those <laughs> those regular seating area in the lounge. Yeah, yeah, they have plenty of uh, seating in the around that lounge too. So it was still utilized by by everybody. So yeah, it was pretty fun, and it was pretty nice. Oh yeah, and the meet and greets were actually pretty good. Uh, did you have meet and greet for both days or just one? No, I had it for both days. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Saturday, the posters that they were giving out for everybody, I had every player sign that poster. And then on Sunday, I had Space sign my third kit jersey, since I have a Space jersey. And then the rest of the team signed one of my hats. Hey. Yeah, so I got a hat with a bunch of signatures on it, and my Space third kit jersey is officially christened by space himself since it has his signature on the back i on the other hand got the coach's signatures <laughs> hey coach's signatures are still pretty pog though <laughs> they are like it's funny because they were like the mayors of a bunch of the teams were like exiting the novo so some people were waiting around to get pictures with them talk to them all that kind of stuff i got a picture with architect there because like I, I was just like hey i'm the one that you smashed he's like oh <laughs> Because, like, the lady had to, like, help explain to him who I was. Because, like, I'd already changed by then. You couldn't really tell I had been wet earlier. But I got a selfie with him. And then when, the, like, the players and the staff were coming off of Valiant, I was just, like, screw the players. And, like, went around to the the, the coaching staff and got their signatures instead. And yeah, then, well, like, you needed their signatures, so. Yeah, yeah I need, I'm a completionist. I need their signatures, too. Uh, and then afterwards, I got them all to take a selfie with the rubber ducky that I took with me into the tank. Yeah, that was actually pretty good, though, too. It was. Uh, but a little funny story. Uh, San Francisco Shock were the last team in the line for the meet and greet. And on Saturday, when we were at their table, uh, a chef was in line with me. And as we were getting our poster signed, chef told, looked at them and said... Well, I would say good luck tomorrow, but we kind of need you guys to lose to us tomorrow. And oh, they damn. all they they all just laughed and jokes like, "Yeah, yeah, we know." <laughs> they know the truth. But the only real thing I said to any member of the shock was to Moth, who I told to make us proud in the World Cup because he was the only main support. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew he was he was the one person besides Space I told, you know, to make Team USA proud because they were the only people for their roles on the team already. Speaking of Team USA, finally, after like weeks of nothing, Team USA finally released the, the final seven. Yeah, but I'm kind of surprised we're going with three DPS and four supports. Yeah, I know. What about the tanks? I thought there was just two, two, two knock. 
No, apparently not. <laughs> At least for Team USA, there isn't. Oh, uh, yeah. I, like, we wait hours for them to do the release of who the other players are. They don't do one tweet to release who the final seven is. They don't even do, like, multiple tweets within the same, like, few seconds to just do, like, oh, yeah, let's put the, uh, the supports here, the tanks here. No, they wait hours to tweet them on out. And when they tweet out the main tank, not the main tank, the, the, when they tweet out the tanks, they put the wrong emoji and put the syringe there instead of a shield. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, fresh nuts, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, but. And they didn't those... even do that thing when like, they noticed the mistake and immediately the need and we, we send. No, it's still up. It's still yeah. up. Yeah, good. great job, social media team. <laughs> oh my god, I don't. Rant over. <laughs> but the very least. Space and KSF made it onto the team. I don't know how Space is going to be a support, but, you know, he, he can probably do anything. Unfortunately, Fact Fiction did not make it. Super made it on instead. But, um, you know, he can always have no accident. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so there are two Valiant players officially on the final seven for Team USA. Uh, finishing it up, Moth and Rockus are support. And then, like we said, KSF is on DPS as well as Corey and Sinatra. So we got uh, three shock players on the final seven. I'm a little surprised at this, but I don't think it's the worst like setup they could have gone with. And who knows? Maybe this team will work out because it's going to be on a different patch, obviously, than the one currently on. But I think, I think on and on, it's it's better than. It's it's not the worst it could possibly be. No, yeah, agreed. Uh, but hopefully they make us proud at BlizzCon during the World Cup. Hopefully Team USA can break that curse we seem to have at the World Cup. Ah, uh, yes. Never made a fast quarterfinals. Yep. Hopefully they do this time. Let's, let's hope and pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about with Valiant? Oh, the auction that Valiant has going on right now. Yes, Let they are. Let me refresh real quick to see if anything's changed here. I'll probably end. Nope. Yeah, this will definitely end before we finish this episode anyway. Uh, but yeah, currently Valiant is auctioning off the third kit jerseys that the players wore on stage, signed by the players, and donating the money to St. Jude's. Uh -huh, one, two, three, four. Why am I counting this? Six <laughs> of the jerseys have already been sold because there was a buyout at three hundred dollars. Uh, the only yep. ones left are McGravy and Fact Fiction. So yeah, go go do that right now. <laughs> well, I think the auction's gonna be over by the time this episode comes yeah, this, out. Yeah, it's, it's totally not, gonna be go, over. Yeah, uh, it uh, yeah because it ends tomorrow at midnight. So yeah, I'm not uh, getting this out before Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully all these jerseys are sold out for the max money because obviously it's going to a good pro uh, a good cause. Though I'm I'm kind of confused that KSF's is the only one that got bought out and it's at $305. Everyone else is at 300. Yeah, I'm like how did that happen? Maybe a glitch, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's 5 extra dollars, it's fine. Yeah. Actually, I think it shows the history. Oh yeah, this guy did the buy now. Uh, who knows? I'm, I'm looking at the history of a few of these. 
Oh my god, the Crave one had one bid in for seventy five dollars, and then somebody did the buy now at three hundred. <laughs> Oof. That person wanted that jersey. Let's see some of the other ones. Yeah. You got three of these. Like, it looks like most of these are buy nows. Yeah, I, I, I would think. Oh they yeah, are. This, the space one too. Somebody bought it right out. I think seventy five is probably the starting bid because it's also at seventy five there. Same with uh, same with Shacks. I wonder if it's, wait. I wonder if this is the same person buying it. Uh, it could be. I'm just doing the buy now for one of them. Okay, Ginities did have a bid go war going on for a nil bit before somebody bought out, but it was only at one fifty before somebody bought it. Yeah. Same thing with Custa. Yeah. So, quite a few of these just like they were bought straight out. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully all these jerseys go for good money. Yep, um, that's what I'm hoping for. It's nice that they have another charity thing. Same, yeah. Uh, did you want to mention the the Custa Bud Light thing? Oh, yeah. So another <laughs> thing that Vanith had going on for the Kid Rivalry Weekend was those, a, uh, one of the contests to win tickets was you sign up for this Bud Night delivery service thing. And yeah, Drizzly. I think it's one, the name of it. Drisney, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. One lucky winner would get your beer taken to you by Custa himself. And when he got there, he also did a shoey. He finally of did he the shoey. Because he's Australian. <laughs> shoey. It's like, it, he's like, trust me, this is a normal thing. Are, yeah. are you sure I want to <laughs> trust you? You sure? Yeah, but he did it and he seemed to enjoy himself. Yep. Oh, those Australians are crazy doing shoeies. <laughs> yeah. I think that's everything. Valiant has posted a lot of cool pictures of the event, so if you want to see them, feel free to, to just check out their, their Twitter. You also see a picture of me with my rubber ducky. Yep, and of course, obviously, check out their Instagram page because they posted uh, some other pictures on there as well. Actually, let me look through this real quick. Did I show up on any of the Twitter pictures? I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't think so either. I was just looking at it a second ago. I'm double checking super fast. Yeah, because some of the posts have multiple pictures, so it like takes a while to go through them all. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I didn't show up on any of the pictures that they posted at Twitter. I think I was just in the two of the Instagram posts or not posts. Uh, Stories. Story posts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Um. Bunch of charity work. Custa did a showy. Very nice, very <laughs> nice. Uh, because oh, yeah. they were busy with all this, they only put out one video. It was a custom news network. And he was in a Mercy cosplay at one point. A partial cosplay. Which Let's not oversell it. <laughs> Come on, Custa. Just put on the full cosplay already. <laughs> we haven't gotten him to the, the sub goal, so we got to do that first. Yeah, but it was a pretty decent episode. Um, at one point, they were talking about armpit hair. Yeah, that was really weird. I don't understand I don't that. It was from a comment, and I'm trying to figure out why this person made the comment in the first place, calling him out for not shaving his armpit hair. Uh, but okay, fine. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> and then, like, um, they had a hate to see it, which was just, Sunday game. Yeah. 
the great pause of 2019. The Unco Pass. Let it yeah. not happen again. <laughs> no, what's really no, funny is... No uh, joke, going into map four on Saturday for the Dallas game, because it was Havana, I looked at Bacon, Chef, Fire, and Wicked, and I said, the great pause to Electric Boogaloo. And they were like, no, let's not do that again. It was, it's funny because the Dallas field actually put out a, a tweet. Um would show Danny about to get splashed in the tank and they put the pause sign over it like we tried to save you <laughs> I didn't see that I need to look that up now that sounds amazing oh yeah we tried. at least they had a sense of humor for it yeah they're good on that that's good uh, but yeah, it's a super super fun weekend obviously I think it's pretty obvious you can tell it was a good weekend from just how I sound alone and I mean, Honestly, I I blew my voice out after Saturday, just cheering during the Glads game. And, and I just at, made it worse. <laughs> at the very least, this means we can have more Gamer Snacks uh, videos. Probably, maybe, who knows. Yes, hopefully. We have more time to record them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been fun. It's been real fun. It's been a good season. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that we have to talk about, but I'm kind of coming to a blank because we just talked so much about the uh, KitKat Reverie weekend. We talked a bit about the video. There wasn't too much to talk about Custom News Network. And... Uh, yeah. Let's see. But yeah, it was fun. It was a great weekend, and I'm happy I got to spend it with some friends. Oh, yeah. It was a good time getting to hang with everybody. Mm, do you think we have anything else to talk about that I might have forgotten? Nothing's coming to mind. I'm looking through everything like on Twitter real quick, but I'm not finding anything. And obviously yeah. there's just the one video for YouTube, so we never covered there. Because uh, I think uh, I think at this point we have like nothing much else to talk about since we do not have an upcoming Valiant game. Yeah. Um, unless they might do a watch party or something coming up, we probably won't have an event anytime soon. So I yeah. think that's it for Valiant for this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, the only things we would be able to still talk about is playoffs, but we already did. Uh, and yeah, because yeah, we don't know what the off-season plans, if they do another off-season Cali Cup thing, or it's just going to have to be by ear as we find out. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, I guess that's it for us, guys. If you want to keep up to date with everything Voicing Valiant, you can find us at Voicing Valiant on Twitter. And you can find us on all those podcasting apps. If you want to keep up to date with Anivalent, you can find them at Anivalent on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. That's it for us, guys. See you next week. <laughs> yep, we'll see you guys real soon. Bye. Bye-bye. the heck is this <gasps> minecraft what wait a what? second Mine minecraft has baby creepers yeah oh my god it's so cute my friend sent a snap of it and i'm like oh my god baby creepers i should play minecraft again uh i've been planning on playing minecraft again but because of not sure what my living situation is going to be like in like the next like couple months. <laughs> I've been holding off on doing that because I was going to use a spare computer to run a server. Oh. Uh.
just because I know how to do that stuff. See, so see, what you do is you make a house in Minecraft and you live there. <laughs> big that brain, big brain. That is big brain. It's 200 IQ right there. 